0: This week, we have Jarius Morris from Supplement. Supplement is a high-quality water bottle that has an incredible social mission. Jarius is bringing hydration to marginalized communities. Having grown up in South Philadelphia, he has the lived experience to talk about this subject. He also brought together some of the greatest in the water bottle business to help him launch his brand. It's an excellent product. Please check it out. I'd like to welcome Jarius Morris. Uh, of supplement to talk to us about his company and the work that you're doing specifically because it's truly a unique within the promotional products industry. It's not really like any other product I've ever seen in terms of what you're trying to do for impact. I want to just introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your background so we can get an idea why you you created this, and then we can talk about Supplement specifically. Cool,
1: cool. Well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet everybody. My name is Darius, the founder of Supplement. We're an insulated water bottle brand geared toward urban culture. A little bit about myself. I grew up in uh, South Philly. I'm a Jersey boy now, but uh, my, my original roots is, uh, is in South Philly. Go Eagles. And um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, I came across this business, you know, trying to get into, you know, selling a product that meant something that had some type of background in community. When I stumbled across the water bottle industry, I actually realized that this is like a massive industry that the urban community kind of just wasn't involved in at all. So I felt I felt as though like this would be a perfect time to come in and create that bottle, that sustainability uh, within the culture, but also you know, touch one of the things that's close and dear to my heart, which is hydration in urban communities, which is just something that uh, you know, growing up was never pushed for me. Like no no one ever told me to to drink water. I can't remember one time coming in the house and and like somebody saying, Hey, make sure you drink enough water today. And it's like, you know, I didn't figure this stuff out till like extremely later on in life. We're talking about like college, like when I finally was just like like, man, like, I need to start drinking some more water. I'm so dehydrated. And I'm, like, having certain issues. And my doctor is like, well, like, how much water did you drink? And I'm like, holy crap. Like, I'm never, I've never sat down and thought about this or this question wasn't right. posed to me. Not only encouraging the, the inner city and urban communities on the importance of drinking water, but just, you know, I grew up, you know, in South Philly. It's it's an extremely, I would say, the streets are, are always just like, well, at least when I lived there, it was always covered with trash and, like, plastic bottles and it was just visually just unappealing all the time. I remember that like just, you know, you know, you when you start driving, you see trash and everything on the floor. I was hoping that this could be a play where, you know, if we can get most of the, the cities, you know, using reusable bottles, maybe we can reduce that plastic use as well to accompany the hydration. So
0: that's a, a long story. No, it's a great story. I've, I've spent a fair amount of time in Philadelphia. What you're talking about really um, is something that's missing in a lot of urban communities and, and especially marginalized communities that are tend to be lower income. And, and, you know, we talk about wellness all the time, but it, it tends to be this like idea of going in to a retreat and getting massages and, you know, taking a bath with bath salts or whatever, right. you know, hydrating is such a simple thing to do, but it's, it's, it's also key to health and people really don't talk about it. And I think, um, you know, overall there's a lack of education around how important it is to stay hydrated. Uh, and as you get, you go down the, the scale of income, you see it less and less. I think, uh, I think what you're doing is fantastic. Talk a little bit about what it was like growing up in South Philly. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a tough neighborhood. I mean, that's a,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, my childhood, I actually, when you're growing up there, you don't really realize how bad the neighborhood is until you start to like really get older and start to get more aware. Cause when you're young, you're just so oblivious to everything. Like you just like, you playing tag on a, on a corner. Your mom tells you to hurry up to get in the house. You hear people shooting and you just like, holy crap, like this, I guess quite dangerous to to live around here. So um, I I would say growing up, uh, you know, you, you have to learn how to, you know, like have tough, be tough and have, have that grit, like early on in life. Um, Which actually I think kind of helped me out a lot. Um, you know, as, as life started to go on, you know, having that backbone, you know, living in urban communities. But I will say a lot of the times, like when it comes to, uh, you know, my own like health or wellness, when it comes to like the food that you eat, stuff like that, I think it's a lot of food deserts, like, like the, like, especially South Philly, when I was there, it was a food desert. You didn't really have too many places where you can go get like fresh veggies and uh, you know, fruits and stuff like that. We had like the Chinese store and the deli. So that's like, we, like, if anybody grew up in South Philly or probably even North Philly, you was raised off Chinese food. Like that's that's what we were eating and it's not even like real authentic Chinese food. We're talking about General's toast, okay? And some <laughs> some fried rice and some egg <laughs> rolls, you know what I mean? And then like, you know, and cheeseburgers and and, and wings. Like that was like our highlight. If you had if you had $5, you you could go to the Chinese store and get a burger, fries, a drink and a bag of chips. And it's like yeah. like and that was eating good to us. Like, man, I couldn't if I got $5, I couldn't wait to run to the Chinese store to go to go eat. When you, when I got older and even, even now, like when I talk to my mom and like different people in my family, when it's like, they're trying to like take on a new like health break and they're like, man, I'm about to start eating healthy. I'm just going to go get me a salad. And it's like, we always think that like healthy eating is just eating a salad. It's it's so much more to eating healthy than just, you know, getting a salad, especially when you throw in like bacon and croutons and all this thousand island dressing it. It's no longer, you might as well go get a cheeseburger at this point. Growing up I I realized that there was an extreme lack of information and you're kind of just doing what the people before you was doing. That's why that's why I like to say that a lot of times those those uh those diseases or those illnesses aren't hereditary. It's just that the habits are hereditary. Like if you're doing the exact same thing that your mom was doing and that her mom was doing, yeah, I mean, of course you're gonna have the same issues like diabetes and high blood pressure, heart disease, because we're eating the same thing for for like over three decades and generations of, uh, of growing up. So I, I do think like now with in the information age, now that we got like, you know, phones and internet, like my whole mission is just to try and educate as much as possible, kind of use my platform, which is small, but we're gonna grow it. And as we grow it, just kind of use the platform to like really start to, you know, get the message out there in, in like more of a tasteful way. Like without trying to drill it in people's face, but like, you know, in a tasteful way, try to get the message out there as much as
0: possible. Well, I think it's interesting too uh, when you talk about getting the message out there. One of the things that I kind of uncovered in in the first interview we did for the show is this idea of what sustainability really means, because right. people really get caught on this like eco kind of sustainability. But really, when we're talking about sustainability, we're talking about nourishing our communities, you know, offering jobs that are that pay well enough so that people can actually get out of survival mode. Right. Uh, You know, we're talking about doing things that maybe encompass more than just, you know, are they going to reuse that product over and over again, which is obviously a baseline great way to start. But what I'm hearing from you really falls in line with what I think redefining sustainability overall as a holistic approach to promotional products and really any product is kind of falls in line with, you know, I, I think developing that for our industry and really letting people know that there's a better way to... To work, there's a better way to offer products to people, to educate them, you know, up and down the industry. And you know, talk to me a little bit about what it's like to be, you know, a black man in an industry that's so primarily white. I mean, you know, yeah. let's just be honest. Promo products is not that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's crazy because I, 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 I kind of love this story just because me discovering the water bottle industry was like by mistake. Like I kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of was like I was selling items on Amazon and I was like. Looking through hardware because I didn't want to get into anything electrical because I didn't want like a lot of problems with people returning things. So I, I ended up like seeing this industry or this category that was selling over forty thousand units a month, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I'm like, wow, they're selling forty thousand units a month, like, and I've like I've never heard of them. This brand was Hydro I was just like, they were yep. kill, killing it on Amazon. I was just like, I've never even heard of this brand. So when I looked them up and I realized that the only reason why I didn't hear of it is because they just wasn't marketing to like me, like nothing that I could identify with. So I, so, you know, at first I'm just like, maybe it's just me. So let me ask my peers. Let me ask people that I know, uh, which are primarily black. I'm like, yo, like, have you heard of hydroplastics? Like, no, not. what is that? So, so after that, that's when I realized like, okay, like, I think I got something. I think, I think that, you know, if I can create something similar to this, and like, you know, just kind of geared to an audience that's being left out. You know, I think we could do something crazy. So, you know, from there I ended up getting some bottles on Alibaba and I like tested it into the community just like to see like if people would like them. And people were calling me as if I created the double wall technology. Like they're <laughs> like, yo man, my ice stay cold all day. Like, how'd you, how'd you make this? And I'm just like, wow, like this has been out for years. Like you just, right. you know, we, like you haven't been marketed to. So. So really, you know, like coming into the industry like this right now, I feel like they don't really like the other big players, of course they don't know who we are yet, but I do think the, you know, us strategically getting in the way we are, eventually they're going to know the name and they're going to be like, who is this kid from South Philly that uh created this water bottle brand under our nose and they're like targeting the audience that man, we didn't think about. And it's like, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's what we're here to do. And um so it it's it's been it's been a funny journey cuz it's just like it's like the trick of the trade of just like trying to get a community that hasn't been marketed to that doesn't even realize that that if they had one of these they will feel like they need one to like need one so it's like right now they're like we're trying to show people that don't that, that don't really use reusable bottles that like hey like you should probably use this and then when you do you'll be like oh wow like i i never realized that i've always needed this like what like for instance when i go on vacation when i went on vacation i go to the to the uh to like the the pool bar and i see like all the white people are have their has their yeti they're going to the bar they're filling it up and it's like staying cold the whole time in the water and then like all the black people will just have like the the cups from there or like their plastic water bottles that they got from the room i'm just <laughs> like wow like it's really this but you, it's kind of like when you have a cadillac and uh now all of a sudden you just start to see them all the time because now you just bought one Right. It's the same thing with the bottle. Like once I got into the bottle industry, now now like I visually see how <laughs> lopsided the the market is. I'm just like it's crazy. So it's well, been an I, interesting journey.
0: I have like an anecdote about that. Uh, I was in Philly last year doing an event at Mural Arts. My podcast partner's like, "Oh, let's go to the dollar store and get some some water," you know. And that right. was his immediate reaction. Having grown up in North Philly, let's go and get like a couple cases of throwaway bottles, essentially. Right. You right. Know? And I didn't even think about that story until just now. It's like such a natural, you know, it is grown up like that. It's like such a natural thing to do. We're just gonna go get a couple cases of water for whatever thirty cents each bottle or whatever it is, like cheap water. And but it's not. It was more of like a function of having an event than it was for the fact that there wasn't like thought about it. Like we didn't think about what are we gonna do with all these bottles when people drink? Are we doing this to hydrate people? Are we just doing this because it's a thing you do at an event? It's the stuff kind of happens. Subconsciously, in a lot of ways, right? It's just like this is what you're trained with, so this is what you do. Right, right. And but uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I um, I I now I'm gonna start when I'm at events, just checking out what kind of water bottles people are carrying. I'm telling you, it's you crazy know.
1: when you start to do it. When when you like get aware of it, you're gonna be like, wow.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. So so what what are your goals with supplement? Let's let's talk about that a little bit. Obviously, you want you want to make an impact, but what where where do you see yourself? Positioned in this market, it's a huge market. I mean, the water bottle market. I think it's a huge market and it's an
1: extremely growing market. Um, I really, you know, we're we're trying to go for the top. We're just trying to be like the, you know, one of the best water bottle companies in the game, especially here in the U.S. I I think we can do it. Uh, you know, our bottles are made in like a, a reputable factory. Like our the quality is is you know just the same as Yeti, um, as far as like the thickness of the walls of the of the uh, insulation. So you know the quality is top tier. Uh, you know we're just going to start keep kind of doing that product roadmap coming out with you know the larger sizes, trying to do some more sustainability stuff like filtered straws, um, you know different things like that. So that way, you know, in those troubled communities where they don't have access to clean water, we can you know try and assist them. Either send them a bunch of insulated, uh, filtered straws, uh, send them some bottles. We got these bottles, these single wall ones that we call bodega bottles, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's cheaper for us to create but um you know the quality is still top tier and we feel like you know those are stuff that we can try and give away to like those communities and stuff that that are in need
0: nice so, getting those into those kind of stores though would be a huge i mean that would be like a huge deal right i mean it would
1: be yeah it would be to try and break into bodegas i mean like a, a far shot dream that we that we always talked about early on was being able to uh, set up those filtration uh like those hydration stations within certain in, inner city communities and like the bodegas Mm-hmm. So like when you go there, if you purchase a bottle from there, um, you know, you could walk in there and just like refill your bottle with water, even if it was like 30 cents. Um, mm-hmm. but the water, the water will be hooked up to the main line. It'll just right. be running through a filtration system. Nice. Um, so then like that, that's one of our like overarching ideas. It's like, man, we could like do what we're supposed to do with this, um, to set up filtration stations, like in all the major cities and all, of, uh, you know, different urban communities, like that'll be a dream come true. That'd be fantastic. So
0: also, I think like taking the message to younger, you know, a younger audience and like really getting kids. Cause I know like my kids carry around water bottles now. Yeah. It's just kind of slowly become a thing. I don't really even remember when it happened. My 14 year old started, I guess, you know, maybe it was in early grade school. I I don't even remember, but now they both always have a water bottle. Some of the schools actually require their kids to bring yeah. A bottle to school. It all well, it all
1: depends on if it's like one of the schools where they like really are practicing like sustainability and like eco friendly and stuff like that. But like some schools they actually do require their kids to bring that's amazing the bottle.
0: So it's amazing. It's the way it should be, quite honestly. Yeah. I yeah. say it's amazing, but really it's like that should be a matter of fact for right. You know, for, and then and then, you know, maybe there's an opportunity to to sort of do what you're talking about and getting better filtration systems into the schools so they're not so they have clean water all the time. Right, yeah. right. You know in certain communities that's a huge issue you know when we look back at what's happened over the last five years especially in like flint other poor communities I mean, look what happened in the in the south the last couple of years with water it's crazy i mean yeah. it is crazy that we're in mississippi. Still allowing our, our, yeah mississippi allowing our elected officials to poison our communities essentially <laughs> yeah. yeah it
1: gets crazy i think sometimes we always and it's it's nothing against other countries but i do think sometimes we get so involved in what What's happening in other countries that we like completely forget that we have cities here in America that have like literally poison water. Can't even shower in it without like getting, breaking out in bumps and sores and like all types of, it's sick. When you look at some of those videos of like how to, when people turn on the tap and just see what comes out, it's like, this is America. Like this is in America with all these billionaires and all of this money that we got.
0: How, how's it been going assembling a team during this kind of weird
1: economic time. Supplement was born during the pandemic. You know, I, I did my testing back in like uh, the end of 2018, most of 2019. And then I actually met the founder of Hydro Class, uh Travis Roshbash. Like he, he's the one that actually helped me like start this whole entire thing, yeah. which is kind of crazy. It was all through a LinkedIn DM. Like I was just like, I gotta, like, I want to get into the, after I had like success with like selling some bottles, I was like i really need to i want to get into the game but i need to learn from somebody that that's done it before so mm-hmm. i was i was googling all the names and it was like two or three names came up so i kind of rock paper scissors shot shooted it and then um, i sent them a dm because i saw that the company was sold like twice yeah so i was like he can't be involved anymore so i like i found him on linkedin messaged him he loved it he was just like oh this is a great idea like you know you know going doing what i did but like to a whole other demographic Yep. so you know he was able to kind of connect me with like the factory and like help me and help me with uh connect me with teams that that were able to help me fundraise um but the teams you know my teams have been been up and down we've been getting people on you know uh you know separating ways and like right now we have like probably you know my most dynamic team everybody's on one accord we were like uh you know it's 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 like it's like it's, it's like finding the right people to like push a powerful mission is not the easiest thing to do, and, and especially like minded people that everybody can like work together without like constantly bumping heads and all these different yeah. visions. So, you know, we, we've been pretty lucky with, with being able to find, you know, the right kind of people to kind of set us up for uh, for success. So it's That's been cool. a, it's been a crazy two years and this is going on our third year. I think I think, you know, 2023 should be probably one of our biggest years as a brand, really. Good for you.
0: That's amazing, and you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity to work. Obviously, with our team here, they're super receptive to, you know, new ideas, especially you know ones that really help impact communities. You know, that's kind of in our DNA at Social Imprints, and something we're really pushing for. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know, you all sent over a, a really solid deck. I'm gonna just tell. You know, whoever's listening in the industry that's in, on the distributor side, t- take a hard look at supplement. It's a really amazing product and the do good on side of it is truly unique in our industry. It's beyond just the, you know, Oh, this is sustainable. They'll reuse it. It's really like the idea of really educating communities around how important it is to stay hydrated for health. Obviously, when you start exploring that, it's like you fall down that, the, what I call the positive rabbit hole, right? You sure. you're looking at other things, like what am I taking into my body? If I'm thinking about water and, How it's affecting my my whole system? What else am I taking in? And I think you know the overall message of what you're doing is really, um, you know, and it comes from hard won experience is really heartfelt and sincere. And it's you know it's more of what we need. More, you know, awesome. Appreciate that. Yeah. So um, we're wrapping up here. Uh, What do you have for us? You want to? What message do you want to leave us with? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the last word here.
1: Uh, A message I would like to leave y'all with is. Drink water and empower others. Uh I think that's something that uh that like early on with, within my journey, uh, you know, drinking water being such a big thing, but I feel as though uh, you know, in the inner city, like a lot of times we it's more of like a competition all the time. So most people don't don't like think about empowering the people around them. So everybody's kind of it's, it's sometimes it could be more so like a selfish thing. So yep. it's like I I I think a, a great message that I think I'll I love to spread is that. You know, of course, stay hydrated because that's our motto, but make sure throughout your day, you know, you're helping to empower somebody because I believe in a law of attraction and, and, the, and that energy. And if you're giving that type of stuff out, it's going to come right back
0: to you. So. Nice. Nice. I'm going to leave it at that. Awesome. All right. We'll end right here. I'd like to thank Jarius again and remind everybody that making a social imprint is brought to you by Social Imprints, the most sustainable promotional products distributor in the country. Check out our website at www.socialimprints.com as well as our Instagram, Social Imprints SF, and our Facebook, Social Imprints. Thank you very much for listening.